What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 29 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Monday, March 8th. Um, currently, I am honestly pretty happy. Um, just finished my two midterms. Um, I think I did pretty well on my first one. Uh, it was this morning, 7.45 a.m. start. Uh, I had until 9.15 uh, that was my econ, um, law and economics. Uh, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, studying that I did uh, prior to the test definitely paid off um, as a lot of uh, the problems were similar to uh, the examples that my professor had been giving to us in class um, and the cases that we had been uh, going over a lot during class. Um, he kind of just modified them and changed them up in various ways. So that was that was pretty clutch. And then uh, my um, film theory uh, midterm was wasn't as bad as I thought as well. I, I already know the grade I got on that. I got an 87 out of 100. So I did pretty solid on it. A um, lot of lot of different, you know, you know, theories and a lot of different philosophers that I had to memorize for that one. So I'm just glad that's over. I'm glad that, um, you know, we're, we're uh, two days away for me personally from being on a little spring break. So that'll be nice. Cannot believe it's already spring break. Cannot believe um, that the semester is already halfway done. It's been been a pretty, pretty fast semester full of um, full of crazy things already. Uh, you know, if it's with my fraternity, if it's with uh, just being back home still, if it's with just, you know, everything that's involved in COVID and uh, just the semester as a whole, it's it's been pretty hectic. Um, and the fact that it's only, you know, halfway done, I, I just can't even imagine what the next state weeks are going to bring. So, um, you know, I'm glad it, I'm glad it's, you know, like I said, it's I'm glad we're closer to spring break. I'm glad that um, my midterms went well today. Uh, but you know, as always, I hope you all are having a great Monday as well. I hope everything's going uh, smoothly as you start a new week of work, school, whatever it may be. Uh, but let's get into it. Um, you know, some new possible album release uh, album releases that are on the way. Um, not possible for this for uh, this artist though, as Code of the Friends uh, actually announced that he will be dropping an album on March nineteenth. Um, it is a, uh, collab album with Static, uh, Seleta. I've never heard of Static Seleta, so it'll be, I don't know if it's a producer, if, you know what I mean? I'm assuming it's a producer based on his tag and based on the album cover. Um, but this is going to be a 10, a 10 song, uh, album. Uh, of course, this is, um, following Coda's, uh, 2020 Everything um, you know, Lyrics to Go Volume 2 came out earlier this year as well. Uh, both those projects, absolutely phenomenal. Um, Code of the Friend, definitely somebody that you should be looking out for um, as we, um, you know, get into uh, more, as we get into uh, more more music this year and the following. I mean, this, this man's definitely made a name for himself with his past few releases, um, and he continues to just build on his flow, his cadence. Um, the beep selection is just uh, very on point, very uh, particular. Uh, he's he's just very. Um, I don't know. He do he doesn't waste a lot of uh, bars. He he really just speaks his mind. He he attacks every song like it's his last. You got to respect that. And um, 
you know, I, I really am looking forward to uh, this next project to uh, see what he brings to the table as um, this is only going to lead up to his eventual um, album release as well. So I'm excited for this. Um, and then in other news uh, for possible album releases, Kanye West actually is reportedly finishing up his Donda album um, as um, what's it called? Uh, High says that we're back working as that is, uh, one of his producers. Um, this, uh, you know, comes, I want to say six months maybe after, um, you know, in typical Kanye fashion, he released or he, you know, announces an album or announces the title of an upcoming album, maybe gives us a snippet, um, here or there, and then kind of just pushes the release date back further and further and doesn't really speak on it ever again uh we saw that with yondi we saw that with uh, a couple other projects of him that has been scrapped um but uh reportedly it had been delayed because of kanye's divorce of course that was finalized a couple weeks ago um unfortunately uh so um i don't really know you know if uh that's accurate or not but this is all coming from sci high the prince um, you know, state he he's the one who's stating that it's still in the works. Uh, it was just delayed because of the divorce and all the issues and uh, you know, things that came up with him running for president and uh, you know, I think everything kind of just spiraled out of control. So, uh, we'll see if if this is the case. Um, and we'll see if Kanye actually does release this album. I know there have been plenty of uh, leaks um, on SoundCloud and on YouTube of this Donda album, of that Yondi album. And let me tell you guys, it is nothing but pure fire. Um, I really hope that Kanye comes back with some just outstanding production as he always does. Just something that you cannot uh, turn off. You know, I, I feel like um, Kanye West has proven to us time and time again that uh, when times are low for him, when people are talking about him in uh, maybe not the most positive way, as right now, you know, everything with the divorce, um, in the past with Taylor Swift and how he went on stage, um, uh, you know, unfortunately when his mother passed away. Um, and, you know, when people, when people knew Kanye was down and people knew that uh, his spirits might be hurted, uh, hurted, when his spirits might be hurt uh, due to various obstacles or reasons in his life, uh, he's come back and proven time and time again that uh, he can still make great music and he still knows how to turn that pain, that hurt, uh, that sorrow, whatever it may be, into something uh, so, um, you know, just beautiful, something so full um, in art form. So we'll see if uh, Kanye does create this. We'll see if he, you know, maybe uh, takes some take some feelings from this divorce from this latest installment of Kanye's life um, and uses it towards Donda or will it be the same sort of project that we've been hearing in the elites um, same sort of project that uh, was to be expected quite a few months ago and he didn't just get quite around to finishing it but it is good news to hear that Kanye is back uh, making music I hope everything is well in his life I know um, you know, it, it, I'm sure divorces are extremely hard to go through. And on top of the fact that it's a billion dollar divorce, uh, it's all in the public. Um, you know, it, it just makes it 10 times harder. And, you know, you never want to see somebody go through that. 
Um, so you, you just try to hope and pray that Kanye is okay. Kanye's in a great mindset, and um, you know the music will follow that. You know, it, it, it at the end of the day, you know the music doesn't really mean shit if Kanye doesn't isn't happy. If Kanye, um, you know, is depressed and he's, um, you know, not uh, wanting to be here anymore. You know, you, you never want. Uh, an artist uh, that makes as great music as Kanye does to uh, not really, you know, want to, you know, care about anything else. Um, so, you know, we just got to hope and pray that he's okay. Um, hope and pray that this news of him making music in these darker times for him in his life uh, means it's just an outlet for him, a creative outlet to maybe get his mind off stuff, maybe uh, just release some of that pain, some of that emotion. So um, it should be interesting to see. Uh, but some other rappers that uh, we should be waiting, we should be hearing from soon, hopefully, um, in comparison to the average of days that um, are normally between their studio albums. Um, you know, of course, Kendrick Lamar, uh, on average, takes about 704 days for us to receive a new uh, Kendrick Lamar um, album. And that's, a, that's about 1.92 years. So about two years, um, and currently we're sitting on um, 1,423 days since a Kendrick Lamar album, which is, uh, you know, nearing four years. So hopefully Kendrick Lamar comes out soon. Um, another artist who we actually got a pack from uh, earlier last year was Joey Badass. Uh, as um, it's been about, it, it, on average, it's normally about eight, eight, 808 days uh in between album releases for him which is about uh you know two 2.2 years um and currently we are sitting at four at 1430 days uh in between releases as that is similar to kendrick about of almost four years so i know we got that pack from him uh recently uh quite a few months ago um you know in in build up for this album so i i hope that uh we get something from him soon. I mean, All American Badass is still one of my favorite albums to this day. 1999 is still one of the best mixtapes ever created. Um, you know, I, I really hope to hear from Joey Badass soon. He always has great subject matter. He's so young. He's so talented. One of the best in the game already. Already has cemented himself as that. So I really hope to hear from Joey Badass soon. Um, I mean, the man, the myth, the legend, the flame, Travis Scott. Normally, we only have to wait... Uh, 599 days in between releases. It's about 1. 1. 1.5, uh, you know, every one and a half years. Uh, and currently, uh, we are sitting on about two and a half years since uh, World, since the release of his biggest album, his best album, uh, most commercial for sure. Uh, so, you know, we, we should be hearing from Travis soon. Of course, Utopia is on the way. Cacti um is going to be released next week so you know is he going to tie in uh the, his album release or maybe even a single uh with the release of his new drink his new seltzer uh we'll see but um you know travis is definitely somebody that uh we'll have to uh hope and pray for that we get some music for news it from uh, another artist is jay cole of course he actually has the same average of Tra as travis scott for album in between in between albums as it's about 599 days but we've been waiting a, a bit uh longer for j cole um as it has been uh, 1053 days since his last release in kod so that's all we're nearing three years for that one um you know of course the fall off has been teased for uh 
you know, about a year. I mean, ever since KOD, really. I mean, the last song is the intro to the fall off. So, um, you know, we've been talked, we, we've been teased. We were, I know everything with COVID kind of pushed everything back. Um, I know when he performed at the Las Vegas Festival and he said the fall off 2020, I'm sure he had no idea that COVID would even be a thing. And I'm sure that kind of hindered his plans with the project. Um, but I mean, in recent, uh, news about a month ago, of course he did post, um, the timeline of things that he wants to get done before the fall off. So I hope that, um, that timeline does get back, <laughs> does get, uh, solved, uh, sooner rather than later. Um, you know, just in hopes that we do get new cool projects. And of course, uh, none other than, uh, Lord Pretty Flacco, Jordy, ASAP Rocky. Uh, normally we have to wait about 978 days. Uh, in between releases for him, that's about, you know, two and a half years. Uh, and currently, it's sitting right above that at uh, 1,017 days, um, you know, since his last project in testing. Uh, of course, he did respond to a fan a couple weeks ago saying that he is currently working on that project, working on his project, All Smiles. Um, you know, I feel like uh, the verse that he released on Yams Day, the song that he released for Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, you know, it's it's building up more and more hype as uh, slowly people are, um, you know, realizing that we are coming closer and closer to a ASAP Rocky release, which is going to be just nothing but phenomenal as it always is. So, um, hope all these all these great iconic. Um, artists do release something soon as it has been plenty of time without their music and uh the world needs it at this point so we can always hope uh somebody that we can hopefully count on to release music this year is none other than tyler the creator as uh, on uh, what's it called on saturday we actually uh saw tyler celebrate his 30th birthday happy happy belated to tyler um of course like i said um, throughout the years, Tyler has always dropped on an odd number year. Uh, you know, the latest couple of releases were uh, July 2017's Flower Boy, uh, May 2019's Edor, um, you know, it, I and I and following, you know, 2015 was Wolf, 2013 was, uh, I mean, 2015 was Cherry Bomb, 2013 was Wolf, and then 2011 was uh, Goblin, so... Um, always dropping in odd years, always dropping around summertime, uh, you know, end of the school year ish. So we'll see if we hear from Tyler soon. I know, um, he just released, uh, the song that he had featured in a Coca-Cola commercial, um, as a single this past Friday. Um, and you know, he's, he's just already cemented himself in so many avenues, um, as well as, you know, uh, us as a uh, consumer seeing one of the most beautiful and pure music um music transitions artist transitions that uh, has ever really happened i mean coming onto the scene in early 2010 with odd future and kind of making uh you know i mean kind of just creating this huge fan base from his crazy lyrics and subject manner um from those goblin from from goblin from the bastard tape uh, even Wolf, you know, the whole entire uh, storyline um, that he created within those three projects alone is pretty remarkable. Um, telling it in reverse order with uh, going from, uh, you know, Bastard to Goblin and then Wolf ending where Goblin starts. So it's, it's just a great storyline um, that he creates regardless of uh, the subject matter. I, I feel as if he was speaking to so many people that um, do have, you know... 
a bunch of thoughts running through their head all the time and not you know not i'm not talking about like killing people and all the shit that he was talking about but uh the way that he uh just explains how he is in his mind constantly i mean that was the whole premise of goblin i mean he's literally talking to his subconscious that entire time when he thinks he's talking to a therapist i mean that's literally himself talking to himself so i i feel as if um you know from that era tyler was able to develop into something even more beautiful more artistically amazing uh with the latest releases of flower boy and edor um and i i just truly cannot w wait to see what tyler brings next i mean it, it seems as if uh with every era of him there's something new there's something uh different about uh tyler that um has evolved since the last time we've heard of heard from him you know it's 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 getting to the to the point um where i i just really want to see what it is you know i really want to see what tyler can bring yet again you know we, we've consistently seen how sonically uh, beautiful his work can be um, and just how musically talented the man is I mean he he does everything on his albums you know people don't understand how hard that can be how tedious that can be and that man does it with ease so I'm really excited to hear from Tyler again um, but yeah uh, moving on into some more music news though uh, the weekend's blinding lights uh, actually uh, made even more history as it became the first song in the Billboard Hot 100 history to spend a full year in the charts top 10. Shout out to Abel, shout out to OVO, I mean not OVO, shout out to Etso um, and company for yet another accomplishment. What a run uh, of this After Hours era that The Weeknd continues to have. I'm so excited to see this man on tour. Uh, I'm honestly going to purchase another ticket so I can see him twice on this as I've had my ticket for too damn long and I just want I, I, the anticipation is growing. I'm very excited to see him uh, shout out to like I said in in OVO news though um, of course rumors and speculation are coming out that uh, Drake and Rick Ross are actually working on a joint album together um, of course this follows uh, Drake's scary hours EP. Uh, that was released this past Friday where we saw him and Rick Ross on Lemon Pepper Freestyle um, and them add to the full discovery, <laughs> discovery, not the discovery, this full uh, discography that they've already created um, of songs together that have been nothing but class. It's nothing uh, but hits. Um, you know, this Scary Hours 2 actually occupies the entire top three on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, of course, What's Next is on track to debut at number one on the Hot 100 as well. Um, you know, this this EP is just proving uh, more and more, um, more and more doubters wrong and proving that Drake is truly still on top. I mean, it's aiming to sell... Um, it's, it's aiming to uh, have 140 to 170 million streams in the first week. Um, you know, all three songs from the EP could sell a combined 1 million units from the first week. Uh, like I said, What's Next is, is on track to debut at number one. Um, though, and then it follows with Wants and Needs uh, on track to debut at number two. And then Lemon Pepper, Pepper Freestyle on, tr on track to uh, debut in the top ten. Um I mean, all three songs have already exceeded 2.5 million streams on the U.S. Spotify charts. Um, it's it's just pretty pretty phenomenal what Drake does. How he literally has the music games 
right at the tip of his fingers. Uh, you know, whenever he drops, everybody listens. And it's going to continue to be that way for a long time coming. Uh, so shout out to Drake. Shout out to uh, OVO, like I said uh, previously. I'm very excited for CLB. Um, and I'm going to keep not – I cannot uh, stop playing Scary Hours 2 already. So I'm going to keep bumping that in preparation for it. Um, but uh, on to some – you know, music slash NBA All-Star Weekend news. Um, of course, Bleacher Report had its first ever open run, which featured Quavo and Jack, Jack Harlow versus um, versus 2 Chains and Lil Baby. Uh, this this uh, game was going to be played for about $500,000. Um, this was on Saturday night leading up to the All-Star game. And this is a game that uh, saw Jack Harlow and... Quavo completely dominate as they were able to take this one 21 to 7. Uh, Quavo, I mean, ridiculous number 17 points out of the 21, 14 rebounds, four blocks. Of course, he was the MVP. Um, Jack Harlow, after the game, said he would be donating all of his $500,000 winning to Kentucky State University and Simons College of Kentucky, both HBCUs. So, Jack Harlow giving back to the community right away. Um, but this was a fun one. I mean, Lil Baby didn't play that good. Two changes, a little bit older. So, I felt like uh, maybe if the teams were switched up a little bit, it would have been interesting. Uh, maybe Jack Harlow and Two Chains versus Lil Baby and Quavo would have been a little bit more fair um but it was still a good it was still it was still fun to watch i i think um you know it's always a test run when it's like uh that first ever um of something so i'm sure that this could may possibly be built on in the future and more and more celebrities and actors or you know just anybody can uh be a part of it uh, maybe there can be multiple games uh, maybe there can be a whole tournament instead of just one game so I'm sure it'll be built on. It was still fun to watch. Quavo, like I said, completely dominated. Jack Harlow was just hilarious as always. So um, I, I, I really hope to see them build on it and may, maybe make it like a full-on tournament or something. Just, I feel like just to definitely um, de uh, be something that could be built on in the future. Um, but on to some All-Star Weekend news. Of course, that was the biggest, uh, biggest thing that happened this weekend. Um, unfortunately... Uh, the Saturday before All-Star Weekend, Devin Booker actually, um, you know, despite being snubbed and then, you know, uh, being added being added on uh, to the list after as he should have been, uh, he actually had to miss the All-Star game as he um, sprained his left knee. Uh, this led to Mike Conley being invited to the All-Star game and also replacing Devin Booker in the three-point contest. Um, it was Mike Conley's first ever All-Star appearance in his 14th uh, season as this is the first time it's ever ha that's ever happened in NBA history. Um, and then, unfortunately, on Sunday yesterday, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons had to uh, miss the All-Star game as they were, um, you know, uh, it was due to uh, contract tracing as they were both um, getting haircuts from a barber who had tested positive for COVID. Um, so that sucked. Uh, but Zion um, replaced Embiid as an All-Star starter. Um, and that made Zion, Kyrie, and Jason Tatum all slated to start 14 Durant. Um, and that would that marks the first time in NBA history uh, that an all-star team uh, starting three or starting players had three guys that all came from the same college. Of course, all of these three guys came from Duke. They each played one year there. 
Um, so yeah, you know, a couple, couple bit, a little bit of shuffling before the All-Star game, but, um, you know, it was a pretty fun night. I mean, De uh, Devontae Sabanis won the steals challenge, um, with, uh, hitting that clutch three, um, and then Steph and Mike Conley dueled it out in the three-point contest. I mean, Mike Conley for being a late replacement, um, in three-point contest showed nothing, uh, but a pure amazing jump shot i mean this man i love the way he shoots the ball i i know uh you know a lot of people don't talk about, i just love i love his form it's pure it, it's perfect it's perfect um it's very smooth it doesn't really jump that much and it, it just goes in a lot so um i think mike conley is really getting the spotlight he's deserved for all the years in memphis and uh being on this number seat number one seated utah jazz i mean this man's playing phenomenal this year and uh for him to put steph in that position to have to make the last possible three to win the game um or not to win to win the three-point contest uh shows that mike conley did shoot the ball really well on sunday night um but steph of course hit the money ball to win uh the three-point contest uh after um Mike Conley pushed him to that point. Uh, he became the fourth player with multiple MVPs um, and multiple victories in a single NBA contest. Uh, of course, that was his second win in the uh, three-point contest um, in seven tries. Uh, this He joined Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Steve Nash. Um, you know, after he said that this one goes out to Clay Thompson and he won it for the Splash Bro, bringing it back to Golden State, bringing it back to the Bay Area. Um, and he also said that he has a lot to accomplish, um, but he doesn't have anything to prove. Uh, I mean, and he said that there is a definitely a subtle difference there. Um, as I mean, what else does Steph have to prove? You know, I, I felt as if that was one of the realest things that were said that was said over the all-star weekend. So I had, to, I had to mention that, um, you know, it's, it's good to see Steph back in MVP form and, um, you know, just prove everybody wrong yet again with a, another three point contest victory. But, um, you know, the all-star game was literally all team LeBron. I mean, uh, team Le I mean, t uh, team LeBron's are now four and zero in the All Star games. Uh, when you know, ever since this new um, All Star format has come into play, um, as he took quarter one 40 to thirty nine, um, he took quarter two the quarter two sixty to forty one, quarter three forty six to forty five, and then. Of course, they ended up winning the game 170 to 150. Giannis was named the MVP as he was as he uh, shot the ball 16 for 16. The first player to ever shoot above 100 uh, percent with a minimum of 10 field goal attempts. Um, Giannis, like I said, 35 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Um, Steph Curry followed him with 28 points, four assists, and four rebounds. Damian Lillard also 32 points, two rebounds, and one assist. Those two, Steph and Dame on the same team was just ridiculous. They were pulling up from half court with ease, just flaying with Kevin Durant's team. Um, but on the other side of the ball, uh, Bradley Beal was the leading scorer with 26 points, four assists, and two rebounds. Kyrie Irving followed with a double-double, 24 points and 12 assists. Uh, Jason Tatum added 21 points, seven assists, and four rebounds. But like I said, it was all Team LeBron in this one. Uh, of course, like I said, Giannis uh, won the Kobe Bryant MVP award for shooting the way he did. Um, and he joins Michael Jordan and Kevin Garnett as the only players to win MVP, All-Star MVP, and Defensive Player 
of the year. So great company to join for Giannis. Uh, but LeBron and company were just all happy after the game. I mean, uh, him tweeting after the game saying he finally got to share the uh, floor with Steph Curry. It was well overdue, and he loved every second of it. Um, of course, both of those both of those players were born in the same hospital, actually, in Akron, Ohio. I never knew that, um, you know. And uh, th just watching the two of them play together was just phenomenal. I said, like I said, and adding Damian Lillard to that mix plus Giannis, are you kidding me? That was it was just a ridiculous showing by this team. Um, like I said, and they, they, it was all smiles, all happy, and, uh, all fun and games. Um, and then, like I like I said, uh, um, the halftime report actually was the dunk contest, which was new, which was interesting. Um, this saw Anthony Simons from the Portland Trailblazers win this one. Uh, honestly, it was it was an all right uh, dunk contest. It wasn't too good. It wasn't too crazy. Um, but Anthony, Anthony Simons definitely has some bunnies. He joins his teammate, uh, one of the best dunkers I've ever seen in my entire life, live, uh, probably uh, the best dunker in the NBA still, Derrick Jones Jr. I'm surprised he didn't want to defend his title. You know, former UNLV running rebel always will support Derrick Jones Jr. till he's out of this lead. Uh, but he joins his teammate with another vi with a victory. Uh, the for first ever Portland Trailblazer to win the uh, dunk contest. A shot to him. Um, but some the biggest news on All Star Night or before the All Star Game was the fact that Blake Griffin, who was just recently bought out by the Detroit Pistons is now going to be a member of the Brooklyn Nets as the Nets form a big four in Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Um, and Blake is able to be reunited with his boy, DeAndre Jordan. Um, I mean, the craziest stat that actually came out, though, um, is the fact that this man, Blake Griffin, has not made or even attempted a dunk this season uh, as he hasn't even made a dunk in his last 25 games, and that's a drought that dates back to last season, um, which uh, which brings the fact that the last time he ever even made or attempted a dunk was December 12, 2019. Um, since then, 448 players have made a dunk in the NBA, so... Uh, I'm sure that Blake will get back to his normal self, his prime self on this Nets team. Going to be a ridiculous bid for. Um, but that's all I have for today. Um, so a pretty quick, pretty quick one. Uh, just some just some All Star Weekend news, uh, some music news. But as always, I hope you enjoyed, um, and I'll see you all on Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in.